Hey, real quick, gang, audio nerds out there, uh, for about the first half of this episode, we're using a, a backup track. It still sounds fine, in my opinion, but if that's uh, messing with you, about 50 minutes in, uh, it goes back to normal. So, um, suck it, nerds. So they play the tapes of when the, when the creature comes a call. Demon, yeah. And it's, Mom, I don't like you. <laughs> Jesus is a bastard. <laughs> it's just the weakest. The weakest. Yeah. He ain't spitting flames. He's just like, and uh, my teacher. <laughs> Practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Uh, bottom left. There we go. That there was quick. That was quick. Dumb dad over here. Click hang up phone instead of record. Hello. Oh, oh all right. I thought they were finally booting me from the old Food Bazaar parking lot, but... <laughs> We need a big brassy like tonight's show. We got carpus cackles today. We can do that. I can make that happen. I got a Casio that I can't play, but my wife probably can. <laughs> Nothing. I have so many instruments in the house that I can't play. <laughs> oh, good lord! It's worse. I, I still have the banjo that you, Adam, and Tyler bought me. Oh yeah displayed so anyone who comes over looks at it and goes right banjo who in the house and i go it was a gift that i played for a month but it was too loud to practice at 10 at night so i quit right oh i i just blamed bedtime i was just gonna I say i i have no excuse <laughs> that's for sure oh man i'm coming to you from car pa- car car pod studios right now no My reason. Room. No, no. Carpod Studios, somewhere in Queens. Oh, the queensiest of queens. Yeah. The queensiest of queens. I'm right on Northern Boulevard, across from TMT Auto Body and Wheel Alignment and the Subaru slash Harley Davidson dealership. It's gross. Ooh. It's gross. Queens is gross. Sure. I don't feel gross. Yeah. I... How's that Harley dealership look up there on? It is actually really nice. Is it? They put a lot of bikes outside. Yep. Uh, it's probably one of the nicest Harley dealerships. Not that I know my dealerships, but no, no. as far as bikes go, they're not just like the latest generic. Like they take old bikes in and refurbish them and display yeah. them. So there's a bunch of like old, like, you know, not World War Two, but, you know, like 50s, sure, yeah. 60s, not like the originals. Or was Harley? Harley wasn't World War II. They weren't. They weren't two in it, were they? I know they came big. They were big after because all the rap scallions. Oh, Gio- Giovanni were... Harley Davidson. Yeah. yeah, he was making <laughs> making iron hogs for fucking Mussolini. Mm. You don't see a lot of dictators on a motorcycle, do you? Too dangerous. Mm. You think? Look at what happened to T. E. Lawrence, man. Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, the reason yeah. we're dealing with all our bullshit now is because of him, but right. he died on a motorcycle. Yeah, and I think it's too fast and loose. You can't. It's cool though. See it's Hitler on a, cool. on a Hitler on a, on a cool. in a side with a. I don't know who'd be in his sidecar. A, a dog, I'm assuming. Someone heavy. It's got to be shepherd. like oh, Gary, Goring. <laughs> Gary, yeah. 
<laughs> He's got two little plane wings on that sidecar. What is it, Goring or Garing? Always get it wrong. He deserves for me to get it wrong forever. Gibbling. He, he fought with the old Red Baron, though. What did he really? Yeah, that's why they got him. Like he was, imagine like the height of, you know, like fame and fortune. Like Red Baron goes down. Yeah, he's one of Red Baron's boys. Like young and strapping, so of course he just becomes a fat Roman style yes. grossy. He was like, out ridden like art thief. And he was the one who, he was gay, right? Not, that's not a Nazi thing. He just happened to be gay, so it's even worse that, that he was persecuting. Thing? That he was persecuting all these people, and at the same time, just he, having I, raucous. I think he was just the most opulent. Got it. He was like, "I'm riding this wave," and it was like, "Oh, okay. Can you keep me at this level of? Oh, I can still wear uniforms and." And baubles? You're going to give me more? Right. I used to know how to fly an airplane, but I'm too big to get an airplane. Who is the Nazi that he <laughs> how, he kind of looks like he kind of looks like Dukakis. There was a Nazi early on who was like here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get in a plane and go mm -hmm. check out England. But he just landed his plane, and they were like, "You can't go back and be a Nazi." What? Yeah, he was big. He was he was up there too, and they were just like, "I remember, I remember, like Fuck, I was there." Who was it? Do you know what right. I'm talking about? The Nazis. They were like, mm -hmm. "He did what?" They're like, "He just landed in enemy he's territory." Ball, he's got brass balls, this Nazi. But he, I think he he didn't get the the rope at the end. <laughs> you know, Isn't he got that out. The best way to defect, you're like. I have a plan. It's so insane. You're right. I think it'll win the war. And he was like, actually, my plan is just to get the fuck out of here. It's like Robin Williams in uh, Moscow on the Hudson or whatever. He just goes into the Macy's and declares. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, what, what do you call it when you just declare? I am. Dis like he, he, uh, he emancipated himself from communist Russia. Yeah, but you have so you have to say something. There's a there's something you have oh, to say. Oh, yeah. Defect. I defect, right? They're basically, right. or uh, I, I ab. That's it's all. the most New York thing on the planet. Just some random guy screaming, yeah. "I defect from the yes. USSR," and they have to. You have to and accept like, it, which I don't think is true. I get paid minimum wage. What the fuck do you want me to do? Right? The KGB goon comes through the door. I'm not gonna stop him. Right. I'm a fucking rent a cop security guard, or I run the perfume counter. I can give him a spritz. You don't right want those old steely Soviet eyes. He's just gonna eat into your commission if he comes on the floor with you. Oh, how about that for a good Christmas movie? Oh, Ooh, no, I got Thanksgiving. Yeah, a good perfume. Is is a USSR guy defects in a in a store? Yeah, a major department store. Sure. And the staff put upon New York. It's got to be New York or Chicago. Yeah, because you need that like dreary holiday and they like take this russian guy in and protect him from the kgb it's very very like it is very sequel to moscow on the hudson i mean that's what i'm pitching right now i need a vehicle for myself is there a son son of williams 
or no? Uh, I believe he has a son and a daughter. Or does he? Is he fat like Michael Jordan's son? Have you seen Michael Jordan's son, who's <laughs> Scotty Pippen's <laughs> wife? Oh, that's right, ex-wife. Yes. Oh, ex-wife. Excuse me. And I saw the best quote yesterday. Uh, oh, a pi- all right. I'll go to that and then I'll pin back to the department yeah. store because I think we're on to something. Michael Jordan's son, fat glasses, just looks like oh, uh, doesn't course. exactly look. Does like he this own blonde. an esports team? Like, has he right. got a? Yes, he's got a Minecraft crew. He's got his Fortnite boys. He's the Garing. He just he lived in opulence, <laughs> it's right? True. He still he lives in a crib. He's a man. He's a human baby. Wow. He's wearing game seven jerseys his father sweat right. through yes. to go to bed. Uh, the quote Relic. was, the quote was though, and that it made me respect Michael Jordan because I was like, you would think Michael Jordan would be like, because Shaq is kind of like this. He's like, if you don't got three degrees, you don't get my cheese. Like he really, mm-hmm. it's a good way to be. He seems like yeah, a good yeah. father. He's very, he makes sure his kids are very driven. But I, Michael Jordan, whose son is a louse, you can see it. It oozes out of social media. Uh, he did an interview because him and Larza Pippen are like on a reality show or they're starting a reality show. And they're like, what does your father have to say with you marrying Scotty's ex-wife? And he said, oh, yeah, he just said, fuck him. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. Good for you. I guess and you her as well, son. son. Yeah. As best you can, my lousy son. As and, best you can. And it looks like Sc- Scotty Pippen's soul is being sucked from his body as if being paid minimum wage. And when you're the second best player in the NBA isn't bad enough, then your wife is sleeping with the louse son of the oh, man who abused you. Of that, How much power? <laughs> oh, That's God. like the Thanos infinity gauntlet of right. revenge. Because does it like their beef is solely Scotty being mad that Jordan is Jordan, right? Or I'm sure. I think he's upset that Jordan didn't defend him when, and it was a big slight. But you signed the contract. He signed the contract yeah. I would have signed, right? He yeah. signed like a lifetime contract. I'll sign anything to make right now at this point to make the basketball minimum, and he ended up. I think maybe he wouldn't have been as good as he was if he wasn't sidled to the greatest player ever, but you just up sure. your game and he was able to do it. So can't take away mm-hmm. from him. He's one. No, of, no. He is one of the great players, but they were, he was like, I should be getting paid more. I have six rings. You know, I've, I've, I'm definitely the second, I should be the second highest paid player. Sure. And he's like, guys, can you pay me more? And they're like, oh, what does your contract say? Oh, it says we don't have to. So we're not gonna. And I think he was upset that Michael wasn't like, well, if you're not going to pay Scotty more, more, and I think I'm probably going to, you know. You're talking to the wrong guy for compassion. Yeah. Like, he doesn't. (laughs) He's like, hold your own. Fucking do your own business. I'm from fucking Durham, North Carolina. Right. He set himself up. I'm not your fucking dad. If you sign a bad contract, that's on you. I'm not going to fucking carry your water. Go play for someone else. Exactly. And that's also the thing I feel like is probably part of it now is you played with and helped to attain, but you are part of a machine that was led by him. Yeah. You could argue, like, would they have won as many without you? We don't know. 
Right. But what you could have done was go play for the fucking Lakers sure. and see them every year. But are you that person who is like, fuck it, I'll leave and I, I'll carry it. He doesn't seem like it now because all he's doing is dogging on Jordan behind, like just leave and then go lose with Golden State yeah. or win with Golden State. Who knows? You're saying Scotty should join Golden State now? Today. Somebody, right it, a bench just for that veteran vibe yeah exactly although he's he is like the crypt keeper but his wife is having sex with his so i guess he's i mean he's I, a little hot under the collar understandably sure. but prior to that um there it's is hard to that, take your shots at the best of course why why do it exactly what why are you are you, you guys you want a hot game of one-on-one because his ass will never fucking do it. No. It's like fucking any boxer dogging on fucking Mike Tyson. It's you like Mike Tyson did what Mike Tyson did. Yeah. The end. Or Muhammad Ali. You can you can't argue that they are and were the best of all time. Of course. We'll never be able to aggregate which one is better than the other. But while they were at their while they were working, yep. they both were the best. Yeah. Seems like, oh, he's a piece of shit. And it's like, all you want to do is go him into a fight so you can knock out an old man. And he's never going to fucking do it because he knows his place in history. And he's like, I don't need to do this. Why would I lose to Scottie Pippen? But why he would wouldn't. I play a There's no way. Scottie Pippen. Both of their knees would turn to powder. And I love them. And they would probably be amazing. But they're the only game Michael Jordan would play. Yeah. Is the most dangerous game. He would do a Vincent Price movie mm, sure. where, like, they're at a casino that looks like hell, and they're like playing games of chance for like fingers, and then eventually it's their lives. I feel like he plays golf with live grenades. <laughs> Just like, yeah. You gotta have that. It's like that movie where they get horny from car crashes. Like that's. Is just... that David Cronenberg? Yes, that is. It's called Crash. Thank you. I I it's was watching the, one. the Fly last night, which is just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal acting in that too. That is the shift. It's so interesting because I saw upon your recommendation. Man, I still want to pin going back to that department store. I upon your recommendation, uh, Meg and I went and watched um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, right? The, the remake, seventies one, the remake. And it has Goldblum, but he's not Goldblum yet. Mm -mm. Still fine and still great. But then oh, you yeah. watch, and this, that was what, 1970, was it that early, 73? 78? Oh, no, it was later. late 70s. Okay. It's like All 78, right. 79. Then that makes sense because within a chunk of years, not many, you have Goldblum in the fly and you go, that's Jeff fucking Goldblum. Right. That's Ian Malcolm. Eternity. That is, yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder if there's movies in between where I where I switched. And then I was like, I want to watch Earth Girls Are Easy because it's got Goldblum and, and um, JC. JC. Damon Wayans, Jim Carrey, got no. Damon Wayans. Oh, believe me, I know the cast of Earth Girls Are Easy except for the lead actress that I can't Oh, Gina Davis. Gina Davis, who's beautiful in The Fly. Not that she's not beautiful now and in Beetlejuice. She's kind of got a crazy haircut in Beetlejuice, but man, she's really she's got that ninety. Stunning. She got that nineties mom get up. Uh, yeah, sure. She wears a good pantsuit. Um, 
back to the department store, but first, welcome to Jerk mm-hmm. Practice Podcast. I'm Hans. I'm Case. What about a Christmas movie? Going back mm-hmm. to the department store, which already might make it too antiquated since everybody shops on Amazon, which is... No, do it now. Okay. Just, I, let's go hard. Let's, nostalgia, that's Maybe all that makes it, oh, money. It's called Commission. And it's just two guys, or gals, guy and mm-hmm. gal, doesn't matter. Let's do it. That are fighting over the most commission during Christmas Holiday in a season. Macy's. Done. Isn't that like all you need? Done. Imagine right? Goldie Hawn, Steve Martin. Oh, well, forget about it. Head to head. You're bringing them back in. They only make one movie together, House Guest. Uh, they made, uh, they did a remake of an old movie where they go to New York together, like, but the House Sitter's the, one of the House big Sitter. ones. House Guest was Sinbad and the late great. Uh, uh, the late great Phil Hartman. House Phil guest. Hartman. Oh yes, that was yeah. House guest shit. Yeah, that was a hot weekend rental. Sinbad played a tattoo. Remember artist. when those two guys <laughs> were in a neck and neck race in my mind, in your mind, with like Frank Thomas, Michael <laughs> Jordan. Man. Take up space. House guest. That one is hot. That's a hot one. Since we're talking Christmas, Halloween is over. We're not to Christmas yet. We're heading to Thanksgiving. Can you name? A another vehicle where Sinbad and the late great got back together. Oh yeah, it's got to be Jingle All the Way, Jingle right? Jingle All the Way. That both of them again. And Sinbad, Sinbad had a run there for a minute. Great did, TV yeah. show. Well, we can connect it to Halloween a little with the, all that conversation about the Mandela effect, about him having a genie movie. Yes, right. Didn't happen. And I'm in the camp that he did. I have that memory, and I don't know where it's from. I don't know what it's fucking called. You're not thinking of Shazam. Everybody's like, it's called Shazam. But Shaq had a genie movie, and everybody writes it off as like, ah, you just don't know the difference between Shaq and Sinbad. Motherfucker, <laughs> you're talking to the wrong fucking guy. I definitely know the difference between fucking Shaq and Sinbad. If somebody doesn't know... The difference between Shaq and Sinbad, you can't go like, hey, you're racist, man. You think all black people look the same. You have to be like, hey, you're mentally hey, challenged, man. Get your cane <laughs> out of the back of my back because you're thwapping me like a fucking, like it's a rapier, you blind man. How can you not know the fucking difference? Right. Yeah. Commission. That's another, that's a holiday movie. Fucking, now with all the CGI, AI, you want to win me over? Give me a, a body swap movie set nineties. Sinbad Shack swap places. I thought you so we get a hot Sinbad. comedy central set with Shaq, young Shaq and, and then Sinbad dunking like it. it out with the magic and Penny Hardaway. And Phil Hartman plays the uptight, but no plays the he, neighbor that looks conservative but is real wacky. Or he's the ghost that makes them switch bodies or weird oh, sure. overlord. Yeah, Satan person, whatever magic. What kind of magic? You want to go technical magic or ancient magic from time gone by? Maybe they have to. Maybe he's still on in 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 the in between because you know he didn't Mm -hmm. make that last movie or something. See, it's haunted. This is gonna be the most haunted movie you've ever seen because a it's written by AI and it stars a dead man, a very sick man. In a very 
funny, very prevalent man with a lot of money who would sue the shit out of us if we made it. Who, Shaquille? Oh, yeah. You don't I want think that he's down to clown. Money. He'd want 60%, but I'm fine. I could have it. I live off of... Shaq, if you're listed, you can have 70. You can have Hans 80. I can go 15, 15. I'm fine with that. We're going pipping numbers here, because this movie's going to be through <laughs> the roof, and we're going to make peanuts. Hey, just call me the Pippin of Entertainment, because you know what? I'm fine with it. MG as long as we're getting Pippin. rings, I'm fine with it. Oh, we're going to get a movie ring? Movie ring, yeah. A Hollywood movie <laughs> ring. They're going to start giving rings because we do so much business. The Academy Ring Wards. <laughs> Academy of Motion Pictures presents the 2024 ring. They should be rings because every be year rings. the the different rings from the different sports look different, right? Yeah. That's what's part of the excitement. A different Academy Award ring? Cool. Jack, I'll give you 60% of this idea, too. As long as you take us with you. Yeah. I agree. It should be... Oh, 60% of the ring idea? I thought you were about to drop another idea. The ring idea? (laughs) How do you get a percentage of it? There's no... There's... We gotta (laughs) sell it to the Academy of Motion Pictures and Arts. Yeah, but we don't own, like, a ring business. Like, how do... Like... It'll be like Fargo. They just take our idea and give us a 10% finder's fee. We get Shaq to turn every back room of every Papa John's franchise he owns into a little ring smelter. (laughs) Done, baby. That's true. That's true. And, and, you know, every year, a little promotion. Find the ring. Instead of that little table in the middle of your pizza, you find the ring. Order your special... At the Ring Awards Pizza, one person's getting one exclusive. We make one extra ring, mm-hmm. so you better order a couple extra pies, baby. Jeweled fucking ruby pepperonis on it. Oh, that that a, a gaudy pizza ring. ring. Oh, uh, like now I'm seeing Daniel Day Lewis as like that uh, the famous picture of uh, goddamn like the Celtic, um, the coach, player, coach Bill Russell. Oh, where sure. he's sitting there with the fucking oh, two yeah. mid rings. Yeah. You know who has the most? You know who has, I think it's 10 World Series rings? Hmm. Yogi Bear. I guess he played, I guess all the Yankees ones. They, um. Did he sneak some with like the Phillies? I think he was Yankee. F- he just was on the team forever. Maybe he got coach rings or something. There's a new documentary on. Netflix about Yogi Berra. Oh, really? And of course, who's the main talking head, but a young, Mm -hmm. oldest comedian you've ever seen. The one and only Donnie Sapphires, Billy Crystal. Oh, of course. I should have known. Talking Yankees, talking comedy. Yeah. But, um, I, everybody says they're like Yogi Berra, like, because he was such kind of a, an outlier and a wacky dude and an outspoken dude. And at the time when the Yankees were like Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris mm-hmm. and these good looking tall bucks, you know, post Babe Ruth or whatever, like Yogi mm-hmm. Berra and everything he said, they're like, he just kind of got known as his personality, but they're like, he's one of the greatest baseball players statistic wise that ever played the game. Uh, it was made by his granddaughter and she's like, so here's the thing. I was sitting in the box with Yogi Berra at this was in like 2012 at the mm-hmm. All Star Game, 
And they came out and honored the four greatest living baseball players, still living baseball players. It was Johnny Bench. Insert a couple other guys here. Unfortunately, I can't think of it. Yeah. And she's like, why are you sitting in here right now? And she's like, let's do the numbers. He had more rings than all of them. He had more RBIs than all of them. He had debt, 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 debt. I was like, oh, no shit. You didn't realize it. Um, But you never saw old Yogi with those gaudy rings on his fingers. He just had one of those like fake hands you buy, you know, to put all (laughs) the rings on there. (laughs) Just full of, just heavy with World Series rings. They are impressive. I had a guy, Bill Cower, recognize that name? Mm -hmm. Big football player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more known for a coach, but he played in the NFL. He would come into my bar and he wore his Super Bowl ring that I think he won as a coach. I'm sure of it. Um, yeah. With the Steelers. And there's something about because generally guys who win Super Bowl rings have big old meaty paws. I was just going to say you need a big old meat hook. So when you see the nicest guy thing. ever, but damn, is that not an intimidating fucking hand with that big Julie ring on it? So Not I a lot imagine. of dainty hands no. with a nice giant mon- – I mean, there's a lot of print and a lot going on. That's yeah. why I'm saying Oscar rings. That's the tiniest little rings you ever saw. Kate Blanchett can barely lift her <laughs> arm. They're so, so heavy, laden. I think we should Give me make- a Meryl Streep where she's just – got a neck like two bandoliers worth oh, of these fuck. she rings. really would have a lot of rings she'd be just heavy with them marty scorsese he'll probably get a ring this oh, year yeah. tin of the flower rings or whatever the fuck it is um what was i gonna say rings academy oh well we need podcast rings oh, we're yeah, about to become number one comedy sometimes talk True crime podcast. Now that uh, can't now that cancel they, me. Now that they threw Ben Kissel into the to the uh-huh. wolves, like the den of fucking wolves. Oh Holy yeah, shit. that that was a bus laden with wood chipper wheels. Jesus. So for those of you that don't know, what we're talking about, it, and I'm not going to dogpile here because I don't know anything other than I'm going to ask Casey questions. Um, uh, a podcast I love, you may love, listeners probably love. Last podcast on the left. It's still going on. Uh, comedy, true crime, mm-hmm. true horror, done very well. Distastefully, eh, one could argue tastefully, yeah. is, is what it is. Um, started at the Creek in the Cave, which is a comedy club here in Dirty Queen. I was going to say, you and I probably give it more leeway because yeah, of our sure. connection. Because I didn't listen to it in full honesty for the longest time. Yeah. Because I was like, no, no. No, that's interesting. I was there. It could have been me. And I was like, you didn't have that idea. You didn't have like you can enjoy something without being like. "Ah!" And I got invited by Marcus Parks to go down. He's like, I set up a podcast studio. I was like, what's a podcast? Oh, well, we it's like a rate. Come down and check it out with me. And I was like, I'm not going to because I'm lazy, I guess. Or I didn't know him. He gave me a gave me a crooked smile. (laughs) Lured <laughs> in between the the weird Come ethereal space between where like, this band I, played and where the the creek was. Like I know where it is because I had been into the the den, green yeah. room or whatever yeah. it was, which yeah. was just stinky. And they were like the guy who used to own it. It connects to his 
his business, but he lives upstairs. I was like, I don't want no to be thanks. down yeah. here. This is this is too HH Holmesy for me. I don't think I'm going to get murdered, but I just also don't want to see a woman go by that someone is like, have you seen my daughter? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was like, I was in a, a ba- hidden room somewhere that connects to a business and a house. No, thank you. She's down there with my fingerprints. Um, right. So it started there. <laughs> she scratched my neck as she went right, by. Exactly. She got your DNA under her, under her fingernails. Um, started there. Uh, or just hit the mark, right? Early mm-hmm. podcast. Oh, and and I, I should say that doesn't automatically mean they were going to be a good podcast. Marcus Parks is a fucking workhorse. Yeah. And he is a be- wonderful storyteller. Great. Perfect for any form of audio radio, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, And a good dude. And then it's surrounded by uh, Henry Zabrowski, who also does a lot of work, but adds a lot of the flavor. And then Ben Kissel, color who played man. the everyman, the color man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he now is off the show because there's been a lot of allegations of sexual assault, two allegations specifically of sexual assault. And this is where I wanted to go to you at. So that obviously I know nothing about, but they asked for comment from people that I remember at the Creek mm-hmm. and oh, they yeah. said it was an open secret that they were like, don't go around Ben. Because he gets drunk and grabby and horny. And I was like, that's fucking... And this is what Marcus Park and Henry Zabrowski are being accused of. So the dog yeah. pile is slowly like the blob sure. furthering their way, as it always does. Um, saying that they knew more than they're letting on. But also saying that anybody that hung out at the creek knew what was going on. And that was their... Every fucking night, because we lived you, down yeah, the street. Yeah, you lived, I we lived around the corner, and then you literally lived above it for, what, eight years? Yeah, a long time. A long, Six depressing years? time. And I don't recall that at all. Do you? Uh, No. And I guess it, I could say it may have been because I, you know, wasn't ever there. Like, I remember seeing him around. Like, yeah. you and I did shows with him in Williamsburg. Yeah. Not that we were like, hey, come on, let's get together. We were both, we were on shows with Ben Kissel. Like I knew him yeah. from the scene. But I honestly can say I never hung out long enough to see it. I was just curious. That's that's not even if you did, it wouldn't be I don't know. It's straight that the- dude got fucking ousted. It sounds like he he went to rehab. And they were like, just go to rehab, get some help. Uh-huh. And then classic, they were like, that's too much. Yeah, don't, well, I don't come back from rehab. It seems to me, which I am like, Meh. like I, so I, I take everything at face value. Like yeah. you was talking about, like I believe everything. Yes. hundred percent. And then the truth is somewhere in the middle. Right. Exactly. So of course, Ben Kissel is a very huge dude. On his own podcast, he admits he drinks a lot. Yeah. I have never seen him like a giant. He's a giant man. He looks like he's Frank. He's like a Milwaukee Frankenstein. <laughs> just huge dude. Right. Shock of red hair. Yeah. Just giant. Very imposing person. Now he, he did get very heavy. When we knew him, and he was very he, skinny. Now he's very yeah. filled out. Big beard like yours. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just he's more more imposing. Um. So... 
of course, they're like Hans was saying, their podcast started as absolutely nothing in the basement of the fucking comedy club bar we all went to. Yep. They turned shit to gold. Gold. Left yeah. that space, mm-hmm. which also leaves a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Because they were on technically, sorry, jump in. It was even the Creek and Cold, Cave yeah. network that network. they were on. And they were honestly the only valid show on there. They're the yeah. one to take off. That's not fair. They were just the one to take any off. any show that w- people liked was a spinoff of their show yeah. because it was connected to yeah. them. So it very much was anything that was really working well yeah. was sort of under their canopy. They got tired of taking Pippin wages. Yes. And also, like, not to spill tea, but that place was not the most safe place to be when um, some... The proprietor's boyfriend is selling fucking hard drugs and the police are closing <laughs> it, it down little, and it got a little wild, not yeah. paying for rent and shit. So there's yeah. other there's a lot of other things going on. There's dynamics. And they're like, hey, we're seeing a way out. Let's get the fuck out. Yeah. And go start our own studio. They're there, they're early on the podcast Patreon game. They're making money. They're all doing their own thing and making money, but then this starts to make money, 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 and then they get picked up by fucking Spotify with big contracts. So they made their huge, own like network. Last if it wasn't network. for Joe Rogan, they probably would have been paid the most money out of some of those Spotify contracts. Yeah, I don't even know what their contract is, but a lot, right? So they're on their way. They're up, up. It's just like there's no stop. There's yeah. no stopping it. Mm-hmm. Like they all tried to do other things, but it's one of those things like that, that forward forward momentum, that destiny is just like, no, it's this podcast. It's this, yeah. it's this, it's this. So you get tethered to this fucking thing. So there's just a lot of people left in the wake mm-hmm. who are there to be like, well, it's a degree you can use a piece of shit. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so the dog pile is primed. I'm not defending what he no, did. No, or didn't but then, do, but yeah. You also, he and this is just it this is his own choice this is his own choice these are his yeah. choices and he has to deal with them from what i understand and what i read the other two members of the podcast were in committed relationships or got into them relatively early as the podcast began to rise okay yes i'm i'm Then Kissel remained a Lothario yep and had many, many relationships and many, many of these relationships were solely based on the podcast status. Yeah. Yeah. You're, they are fans of the podcast. So they are, you, they're your girlfriend for a weekend, seemingly, which is fine. Sure. Exactly. As long as it's consenting. Mm -hmm. And then he just like, I guess he was just like a creep to these like slapped one of them yeah but they stayed friends but anyways it comes back to rolling stone did a hit piece on him because he he makes a lot of money on spotify and that's seemingly what rolling stone does now it really was yeah and yeah you there was a fun i don't yeah not to i don't want to belabor it i was just wondering if you if you noticed it because it really to me it seemed like Huh, I didn't hear that. I was there a lot, and it seems like now people are like, You can use my name in the article. Of course, he was you can. a scoundrel. It's like, Of course, dude, because you left a lot of middling comedians behind, right? 
and you guys are fucking super famous now doing tours and you have your own like what i'm just saying it's like yeah it's very like we were just i love we started with pippin it's very pippinish (laughs) because if you did see something like the big thing is the owner of the place yeah instead of actually giving information you're the fucking owner. Yeah. If a crime happens in your business, you're liable for it. Of course. Uh, but you fostered them because they're talented. You fostered them because it brought attention to you. And then they left. Right. So the comment that she gave was just like, oh, I haven't thought about him in years. I, I hope he's dead. You know, some yeah, it sort was of really smarmy. stupid, smarmy. You didn't add to the conversation. You didn't, you took zero responsibility. Mm-hmm. You didn't even pick a side. It's just this pithy, like, mm, I hope he shits his bed. Something and like I thought he'd be on it. fire years ago or something. Right. Like, uh, which is perfect. Like, I get why they put it in and we of know course. her. Yeah. And I, I read it. I read it to my wife and my wife went, that is a hundred percent perfect. That's what I said of, too. Of her. Yeah. Like, that's what she would say. Mm hmm. I guess, yeah, it just doesn't add to the conversation. Like, what do you mean? Like, you're like, well, I, when I was around, they said, watch out for that guy. It's like, who the fuck are you? Like, that doesn't mean the two people that actually have allegations. Like, in fact, I think it kind of takes away from them a little bit because it's like, like, that's what I thought. I was like, well, what the, like, all of a sudden there's a whole lot of stuff going on. Necessarily, it doesn't look great for, Zabrowski and Marcus. Right, right. Because now, like you had said, they it's in the article like three a month ago. They were like, he's taking a leave of absence. Yep. Which is around the time Rolling Stone started asking information. And then like two weeks later, they're like, he's fired. Yeah. And so they do their like it's sort of one of those things is like, are you your brother's keeper? Yeah. Like, are they are they going, are they getting in trouble? Because this seems less like they're using, seems like Rolling Stone is like, cool, salacious. Yeah. Here's a wedge, stick it in the neck of a thing that's yeah. popular. Yeah. It's going to get us clicks if we talk about it. They're just cribbing attention from the last podcast universe. Of course. So like, let's stick a wedge in their neck and let's uh, turn this into a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, is it your friend's duty to be your dad like do right you, like and at some point sure like if you see a crime happen you probably should do something but that's also asking the hardest thing of another anyway, human being yeah yeah absolutely it's like your your friend your family like that is hard sure and i'm not saying you're 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 right or wrong for doing it or not doing it but they're just it, it's it's just this whole blanket of like he did he's bad now you're bad because he's bad yeah yeah you guys have a famous podcast otherwise like let's not pretend like this really matters right it does to people who who, who are, are involved victims like yeah. they, he should face the full weight of the law for yeah. his transgressions but he's a he's, he's a bud bud light lime drinking guy from Milwaukee <laughs> oh, who does yeah. a podcast about who makes fun of murderers. Right, right. He just happens to have a lot of money. 
Yeah, it, you're it's right. So, that's that's it's the so point. It's just weird. It's just a like, but it also fits in with the like Matthew Perry thing, mm-hmm. kind of like Why Matthew that? Perry had just died. I know, it's but the now I'm just trees. like, yeah, like this groundswell of either corporate and or just I see people online, and I'm not. Like I, I'm neither here nor there. It's a, it's a shame that Matthew Perry died in a hot tub, that he drowned in a fucking hot tub after a game of pickleball. Young too. Surreal. Yeah, in his early fifties. Yeah. Um, I watched him on Friends. I watched Friends. Chandler's funny. Friends yeah, is funny. He's, he's very funny. Super funny. Uh, but just this crazy groundswell of people like, because I was just reading commentary and I was like, I had no idea. Like. Chandler had that effect on people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to like find another analog in my own life of like that groundswell of connection. Because I was just reading like every other thing I was reading online was people either I follow or just maybe it was because of obviously it's the algorithm because I'd read yeah. a few and then of course it just gives it and just people like this is so foundational for me this is this yeah. this character is so foundational and I like I lost track of where he sat because I'm of that age and I just was like he is another performer to me from a TV hmm. show so yeah. I couldn't gauge like and who am I to gauge whether it's someone's honest feelings or whether they're just like, All right. oh, cool, it's something to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say it's interesting. Yeah, for it just that show did mean a lot to somebody. I, yeah, I wonder if I could compare it to me. And I say that just because my wife is her favorite show, and yeah. he's her favorite character. Quoted him all the time. Sure. So it really easily it, the funniest it, it character hit on that her. Show. Yes, it hit her with shock and there was something where so everybody that the exterior is somewhere downtown or like lower west side or something so everybody mm-hmm. went to that exterior oh, shot yeah, of the house did. and people mm-hmm. like put signs and so for those of you that don't know friends the name of every episode is called the one that right yeah. so it's like the one where uh chandler gets a car or you done yeah so somebody wrote a sign where it said the one where we lost a friend and that like got mega hmm. emotional. I was like, Oh, that's, that's yeah. pretty emotional with me. It got, it went to the core. Like told you that I can't handle when a, somebody who seemingly has everything and he had his problems. Of course. And, yeah. but he finally had turned it around. That's again, that's not fair for me to say mm-hmm. he had turned it around. He was helping a lot of people with addiction and he's made all this money and he's put in a lot of time and he's faced a lot of demons. And then Satan said, oh, you, I yeah, will I'm kill you via your vices. I will not vices. I will kill you via your success by letting you play this leisurely fun activity and then drowning you in a hot tub of which two days I before guess. you took a, your last ever picture. And did you picture see that? In. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Fucking yeah. thanks. And the hot tub is the size of this fucking parking lot. It is the biggest, most beautiful looking parking lot. Or parking okay. Because so, I'm picturing tub. like a cramped 
days in hot tub where you can barely lay down. Of course, it's the size of a It is like the car. size of a regular swimming. It is so big. And it is like one of those infinity shit, no hot shit. tubs. Looking no wonder you should have died sooner. Right. It's just a hot trap. <laughs> hot trap. What? Oh, it's so. Of course, because I cannot fathom what his life must have been like as someone on the outside. You can't. No. So, of course, in my very small perspective, I hear hot tub. I think of the hot tub my parents saved (laughs) and scratched for. Right. Which could fit too comfortably, but you're never. You're either your shoulders are out or your knees are out. There's yeah, not a, it's, it's, like, it's a tub. It's literally a tub. <laughs> yeah. An actual two right. half barrels. Sure. Uh, yeah. So I just, yeah. I, it's that monkey paw, like, like came McCollin. So, but it's just that groundswell for me. Like the closest I can think of is the, the weekend Harold Ramis died. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah really hit me and ash just because literally everything nearly everything that i loved as a kid he has touched or been connected to or was in or helped had a hand in so that's all we did was watch harold ramus movies um but i guess i'm not a social media person so Chris i didn't Farley? that was Chris Farley was a big media. one I was a little too. Uh, to Kurt be. Cobain always. Yeah. Uh, um, that was even before I liked Nirvana. Like yeah. I just vividly remember where I was and what I was doing. Sure. And I was like, "Oh, that's huge! That is fucking huge." Uh, Bradley Noel. <laughs> um, uh, Matthew Perry and Chris Farley made Chris Farley's last movie I know. together. That's right. Wait, or no, uh, uh, almost famous. Not is it almost famous? Uh, it was no, like that's Wagons the, East. Wagon. No, Wagons East is shit. Um, John Candy. Uh, John Candy. It was a. They it had was one, a, It was a western. That's all I can. It's remember. funny. No, they're racing Lewis and Clark. Ah, yes. It's a funny movie, actually. It is a funny. There are really, really solid bits in it. I bet they were fun to hang out with. Or oh, not. That was a pretty I, rough time for both of them. Uh, I know they say there was a woman that left Farley in his bed saying, oh, come back. I bet it was Matthew Perry. Oh, yeah. Daddy, come back. Oh, don't you gotta say go to it. sleep, Chris. Don't say it. Too oh, much party. That's too much. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's uh, sad. He was young. And no, he, it's super he, sad. He opened his house to, not his hot tub, because he was alone. In oh, it. of course not. He, he opened his house to people struggling with addiction, which is a crazy thing to do if you're Matthew Perry from Friends. I don't think he opened his house to everybody. Uh, no, and there was one thing I read, and it was... um. Some guy posted, he's a, a like a, a screenwriter, he works in TV. Yeah. He was like, I was paid to help punch up the pilot for, they did a reboot of The Odd Couple. Oh, okay. And it had uh, Matthew Perry as uh, Walter Matthau. Sure. And then... Um, Felix Unger. The, uh, Lennon, Thomas Lennon. Oh. As the Jack Lemmon sure. character. And I guess it had like a pilot and two episodes, but the screenwriter and Matthew Perry were working on a punch up because they got a bunch of notes from the studio. And the writer was like, 
yeah, we just hit a wall. So I was like, you know what I do when I need to like get the juices flowing? I just go for a walk. And then he was like, and then Matthew looked at me, looked me in the eye and said, do you think I can go for a walk? (laughs) You should have saved that story because that doesn't make him sound cool. It makes him sound like a fucking sanctimonious dick. It does. Go for a walk. You can go for your fucking friends hasn't been on for a decade. I remember. You're not fucking Johnny. Johnny Depp's even an old reference. You're not fucking a Kardashian. Yeah. Even the Ben Affleck, one of the most famous people on the planet, is always walking around with a cigarette and a coffee. And a coffee, yeah, he loves a good coffee. So he Just say, yeah, thank speed. you. Bye, thank you. Bye, thank you. You can walk. I was like, really, Matthew Perry? You can't walk the streets? Yeah, if you're not so to fucked up, dude. though, on drugs and, like, paranoid. He just didn't want to go for a walk. No, just, yeah, I don't like to say, walk. Just get back in that hot tub. Uh, what was I going to say? A Matthew Perry. Uh, yeah, not to the, be smarts the dead. Rest in peace. But, um, yeah. Uh, what did I fucking. Well, or no, that's what... threes. We lost Bull from Night Court. Bull from Night Court. Uh, yeah, what other sitcom are we going to lose? Was it Richard Wall? his name? Yes. Robert Yes, Wool. Richard. Robert Wool is in Batman and Arliss. <laughs> Martin Mull is <laughs> yeah, included. It is Richard Mull. It uh, is Richard Mull. Rest Mull. in peace. Uh, uh, also, he was in the Flintstones, which is the only other thing I can think of him in. Oh, and, no. you. There's a big one you're missing oh, out on. Oh, your neck fuck yeah. It. Two-Face. He's Harvey Dent. Yes, that's right. Great voice, now that I think about it. Um, and last night, rule of threes, number three, Bob Knight. Oh, oh no shit. The old Hoosier himself. Went to that big cornfield with those old uh, leather shoes. Bobby Knight, huh? Yeah. He died in a, a cold tub. <laughs> an ice bath, yeah. There's old bones. <laughs> sure. Fucking Bobby Knight, huh? Yeah. That's why I was seeing a bunch of Bobby Knight quotes today. I didn't even see a single thing that said he had died. It was just like, look at Bobby Knight's hot take about MJ. He hasn't even seen MJ play. No, Straight no. smoke. And I was like, what? Why is Bobby Knight back? Now it makes sense. Yep. Uh, I think I feel like I cut you off, but. Oh, no. I was just going to say that that image I sent you last night from HBO about Matthew Perry. Oh, They're like, yes. Celebrate the life of a master. <laughs> HBO Max says, watch Friends. Right. Also, enjoy whole 10 yards. Oh, and Bruce the Willis, fucking yeah. picture they chose, it is one of those things that just like puts life in perspective. Because you're like, you gotta just do do good while you can, because no one's gonna fucking right. <laughs> fucking remember you for long. Even so, it's like I've been reading all that stuff all day long. Matthew Perry, my hero. He's Chandler. He's this. He's this. He means so much. He's very funny, and he does right very formative in pop culture, very formative. Like he is, I'm not going to take anything away from the man. Sure. Except the fucking picture they chose for this crappy movie. There's so much more things you could have said, but what they did was take a picture. It looks like it was made by a child. There's another person's body. Matthew (laughs) Perry's head looks like a peanut. 
And then they photoshopped the sickest face of Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, on someone else's body. Yeah, with the and old bowling like, shirt on. Yeah, this is like a fucking Edgar Allan Poe story. I was like, one guy is dead. One guy is nearly dead. Why did you post this picture? I don't we need the clicks. No one cares. It's no one all clicks. Cares. Going back to Matthew Kissel Perry clicks. is a commodity. Yeah, and that's what I was tying to the Ben Kissel thing. Is like. You, they've reached a level where they're not human anymore. They're commodities. So you either make money by lifting them up or taking them down. They, uh, I got the same Matthew thing. Perry gets lifted up right now. He not much, three months ago, his ass was being taken down. Sure. And rightfully so saying some crazy shit about Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Well, that was when Chris Farley died. He said Farley's dead, but Keanu lives just like some stupid bullshit what a dumb thing to say but yeah, yeah what's wrong with keanu reeves um he's except- bad at acting at the time he's a fine actor he was good in <laughs> parenthood he's exactly who he was supposed to be in every role people are just so short-sighted they're like he must be dumb no he's acting like a dumb character he's he good want? at that bit yeah the, what do you mean he's dumb he's a good actor <laughs> he's not actually bill or Ted, or whoever the fuck he is. <laughs> Ted uh, Theodore Logan. Yes. Uh, last Matthew Perry thing. I forget the comic, but it was at Going Back to Creek and Cave, Everything's Connected. This was at the time when, um, you might remember this. I forget whose bit it was. It was definitely an open micer. Um, so I guess I, who knows who he is. It was probably Nate Bergazzi. But he was talking <laughs> about how um, this was at the height of uh tiger blood thing charlie oh charlie sheen yeah charlie yeah, yeah. sheen this was at the height of charlie sheen and what this guy did this um open micer for a day job is he was like a delivery boy like deliver uh, for a company that they'll deliver whatever mm-hmm. you know basically yeah. like uh whatever the companies are now this was long before then but like yeah you know they just, if you need a pack of cigarettes, we'll send a boy out to deliver it. If you need fucking shirts or whatever, it doesn't matter what it is. Anyways, he got a call for a delivery to a hotel room, to a suite, Midtown yeah. Manhattan. Goes in, and it's Matthew Perry, smoking cigarettes, drinking coffee in a bathrobe. Come on in. Who knows what he was delivering or whatever. And yeah. on the news was uh, the thing about Charlie Sheen. and. Mm-hmm. So the uh, open micer says, he says, uh, yeah, so he bumps me with his elbow and he says, look at that. Fuck him. Glad it's not me. And then tipped, no! me, tipped me and, and and I went on my there way, we go. which is like, Very well, that's a Pippin behavior forever. Sir. Right. Uh, speaking of Pippin behavior, I need to check because my Zoom is frozen for some reason. Oh, OK. I'm going to just see if, what, if, if it's recording still or not. All right ghost of a champ of sitcom legend that's what you get uh i'm warning you when uh any of the rest of the friends cast goes just let them go don't talk about it i had unless it was richard mole <laughs> yeah no we respect mole i gave him a I tribute we do. i put a tribute up to him because it's got to be about me um, <laughs> exactly what did i have we just did halloween scotty pippen's ghost i guess what do you do to a so at a Halloween we went out Halloween night it was fun we just go down to a park yeah. they set up like fifteen little stations and you go and you play a game 
and then uh, one, no matter how you do it, the game, you know, it's for little kids. You get some yeah. candy. Yeah, yeah. How do you react if instead of candy at one station, you get a bracelet with a psalm on it? Ooh, yeah. nice. And Great. if at another station, you get one piece of candy where all the other stations are given two, three, four, five. You get one piece of candy and a paper airplane. What? Yeah, no. Th- that, I've that... never heard of the paper airplane. Both of those things are so much extra work. Right, especially for... a paper airplane, right. So little payoff. Yeah. Like, are you a time traveler from 1910? I've never heard of that. I thought I've heard of all the bad gifts. Bracelet, I'm sure I've heard of a shitty, yeah. like, getting, like, a cru- cross, or not a crucifix, cross or something. A crucifix would be amazing. I'd take a crucifix. That would be cool, to give out crucifixes. Just a sack of crucifixes? See, that's how you do it. Anybody that's uber-religious and really is like, I hate fucking Halloween. Yeah. It's the devil's work. Put out a big old sack of crucifixes. Fits right in with Halloween, though. All of these pagans will be like, yeah, right. Cool. Come on, vampire. Give out holy water. There you go. I forgot to tell you this case. I was at a really cool, very legit um, thrift used, whatever you want to call it, antiquity Mm -hmm. store when I was upstate New York a couple weeks ago. It was two (laughs) fucking run by Dr. Jones. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Meg's like, you got to come look. She's like, read the tag. And it was a crucifix, and on it said, crucifix used in exorcisms. What? And it was a crazy-looking crucifix. That's and I almost awesome. like went to t- – I, I was even like, no, fuck no. I was going to like go touch it and see the price, and I was just like, mm-mm. I don't need to get a weird thrift store exorcist crucifix. But – Honestly, do you think they're honest, or do you think if they get a like a gnarly looking crucifix, all it takes is a little? Oh, oh, pen yes, I get it. Used in many exorcisms, I would have said that, except for it looked like it was like a not a pocket because it was too big, but it it was you could unfold it and it looked very old. Oh, so like you could bring ready. it with you in your bag and you take it out like a fucking weapon like a, and you unsheath it. Switchboard crucifix. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay, that, I'm with you there. It, I, it, lo- it seemed like a crucifix I'd never seen before. But now that you mention it, I need to start selling some exorcism crucifixes. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Exorcist used What else do you use in exorcists? You use holy water. You use... Mm-hmm. That you seemed... Just you got to gild up a couple Bibles, baby. Get used Bibles. Get a couple good news. I was going to say a couple of those good news golds. Yeah. <laughs> Just zhuzh it up a little bit. Yeah, you got sure. yourself a uh, exorcist used Bible. You got yourself. Or Th- you could do your own small. Used. <laughs> are they really now? Uh, speaking of exorcist used, did yeah. you watch that new uh, documentary on Netflix? Uh, yes. Devil on Trial? Yes. Oh boy. Do you know That is the whew. I don't believe it. And they had me for a minute until Do you know the one thing that made me go, "Yep, fake." I mean, yeah, there's plenty in there, but is it the Here, I'm going to posit this to you, Hans. Posit, <laughs> yes, posit. Are all evil ghosts just your sister's uh gay boyfriend? <laughs> I don't know. They're, they are evil ghosts if they are a gay boyfriend to your sister. 
I would assume if I had a sister, because you don't want your sister to have a gay boyfriend. Um, the moment it is the that this was... the screwiest story It's very screwy. Uh, the mo- so, uh, uh, let's see. Real quick backstory. We... You find out about a, a very famous exorcist story that... Mm-hmm. Uh, or um, possession story. Possession, yeah. Um, and it, it, there's these two American people that all the possession. American yeah. possession that all the Conjuring movies are based on, that kind of hyped up this story, and they became very famous. And so it's this kid who's possessed, and they're trying to figure it out. And then the possession moves on to this woman's gay boyfriend, and he ends up killing a guy when he's drunk, and uses the "I've been possessed" um, defense. The moment I realized that this, because I was like, wow, those, those, it's got the tapes where you're like, oh, that guy's mm-hmm. possessed. It's got the pictures where it looks scary. The one moment where I was like, that possession is all oh, bullshit yeah. is I'm when sure Fat Dad came out and just went, because <laughs> nobody could make this kid stop. Shut up. But Fat Dad couldn't sleep and he came out and he hit the kid and just went, that's enough. No. <laughs> and the kid shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I went, oh. That kid was being a fucking prick. That kid's just prick. fucking around. Yeah, that kid. He gotcha. He has a light in his behind his eyes. He yep. has that sort of creative spark that seemingly comes from nowhere. You don't know where it comes from, but his mind is clearly always racing. Yep. Um, one of my favorite lines was, "I knew my brother was different because he loved making cakes." <laughs> What's wrong with making cakes, man? So the. It, so basically, there is what is it like late seventies, seemingly by the it, videos. It appears to 80s. be that time because uh, the murder takes place in like the early eighties. Yeah, seventies. Um, so it is this uh, family of I think it's family of three or family of two. There's an older sister. There's a classic middle, just little chunker monker, yeah. toe headed. He looks like Vern from Stand By Me, oh, except yeah. with a quaff of like beautiful curly, mm-hmm. like Southern television televangelist hair. Sure, and then another little brother, two and little sister, two, and, two brothers, two there's, brothers. There's an older brother who is interesting when he comes in later in the yeah episode, and then older brother, brother, older sister, yeah, and yeah. So the the one who's possessed is this seemingly sort of like the misfit of the family. They're all like it's a working class family. The kind of tough stay at home mom. Yeah. Just like like did, wasn't she like Yugoslavian or something? She was like Italian, I thought. Italian maybe. Yeah, exotic, you know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. And then this dad you never see. Never. So it's like is he always working? I asked Ash, I was like, "What do you think is did the dad leave? Did the dad get so scared right. from this possession uh, that he annoyed. left his family. Yeah, or he just like drinking and catting around, and he went, you know what? This is fucking too much. Sure. I'm taking the car that I paid for, and I'm leaving these people. I don't give a fuck. Right. So you don't really know where the dad is until like Hans says the very beautiful dramatic reveal. So this kid starts acting a Possessed. fool. Yeah, and starts being mean to his mom, being mean to his family. Exorcist style, which keep in mind, Exorcist came out in 73, right? Exactly. It's mm-hmm. also in the pop culture. It's the same. He's He's got a squeaky little fat guy, little fat kid voice. Mm-hmm. And he uses the word cunt and match and fuck me. And his, and then so they're like, he's possessed, he's possessed, he's possessed. 
and the mom goes to church, so it goes, gets through the grapevine. You got your Geraldos, your Sally Jessies, mm-hmm. you know, fucking satanic panic, early satanic panic. Yep. They're like, gotta be a ghost. Mm-hmm. So they get the two most famous paranormal investigators, yeah. which are, and they're so good, because I was like, those Conjuring movies did them a fucking so favor. They did. Holy shit, they sure did. Patrick Wilson and Vera Formiga? Yeah. Come on, hunk and hunk at. Should be played Except... by Ernest Borgnine and <laughs> Maud. Ernest Borgnine in, his, in a lady wig. Right. Um, So they show up, and it's like, they're like, oh yeah, it's gotta be. So they play the tapes, and like, that's when I, like, like I said, I believe everything. I was like, shit, this kid's possessed by the devil. Mm-hmm. Woo! Never personally seen an exorcist, a, a possession and an exorcism, but goddamn, we'll see what happens. So they play the tapes of when the, when the creature comes a call. Demon, yeah. And it's, Mom, I don't like you. <laughs> Jesus is a bastard. <laughs> it's just the weakest. <laughs> The weakest. Yeah. He ain't spitting flames. He's just like, and uh, my teacher. <laughs> he really fired on the teachers. Yeah. You're just like, oh, okay. So this is just a little kid who has no frame of reference. Like, you're trying. Yeah. Because you're like, I can't curse in the house. But if I'm the demon, I can say boobs, poop, pee, balls. <laughs> right. Right. So it built, and then you have these two people come in, the Patrick Wilson, Vera Formiga characters, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. you got yourself a possession. So you're feeding into this kid's fucking craziness. Yeah, you give it to him. Until, like you said, the dad comes out and just goes, I've had enough. And that's all it enough. fucking And that demon goes, took. sorry. <laughs> and that's what the older brother said. He's like, here's all I need to tell you. And then he tells that story, and I went, that is all you need to tell me. That's Boom. it. Done. Because yeah. I know when dad shut it down, and I guessed your dad could That's shut when the a down demon, the demon. Turned... Oh, you should have said something about your dad. Oh, fuck off. I'm not even a demon, and I said something <laughs> nasty to my dad when he yelled at me, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. ah, I wish I was a demon, demon so I could forget demon. about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that shit's some... Because yeah, then and I don't trust just... him when he's older. Because no. I don't trust oh no a guy who has a wrist guard for no explained reason. No, he just is. Uh, yeah, he's the fallible narrator. You're like, I can't trust you. He's very trust your story. He's very scorned. He's he sits a lot like this. He's still very large. Oh yes, talks he does sit like that. And he fingers sits together. with his fingers touching on his little paunchy chest. Yeah. And very, like, very oh, matter-of-factly. Mm, yes, well, this is... He loves the attention. That's all we're saying. It's like, this guy, yeah. he's just happy he gets attention again. Yeah. Because then the crux of it is they try to get an exorcist in, and they actually get, like, a proper... They do. Fucking on a black jet from the Vatican to come to, like... Amazing. Podunksville, Con- Connecticut. I thought it was Ohio. Work- no, it's Connecticut. You're right. You're right. Is it? I don't no, remember. It's Connecticut. It could be Ohio. It's Connecticut. I don't remember. It's Connecticut. It's just some nondescript. Yeah. It know. could be anywhere. Yeah. Uh, then the exorcist comes and does his like cool exorcist shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and doesn't seem to work. Doesn't seem to work. 
And then the sister's boyfriend is just like, I'll end it right now. Just you get into me. Get into me. <laughs> I was like, what 15-year-old boy right. is going to fucking get, gives two shits about his sister's brother? That's But he was living with the family. That's Enough weird, to yeah. just be like, I, I'll take a demon into my soul for you. And I was like, now you're the bullshitter. Which also is the exorcist, by the way. Right? The priest takes the demon into him at the end and jumps yes, down the stairs. Is, and then jumps out the window. It's literally the exorcist. Except the the sister's boyfriend takes the exorc- the demon into him and goes, well, I'm going to go talk to my landlord slash friend. Right. And then get into a creepy fight with this creepy little man that I just, as soon as I saw the picture of them together... And he's just the perfect 70s horror movie victim. He's just this little skinny guy with a little paunchy belly yeah. and the coiffed, greasy hair. And like he lived in the bo- basement apartment and with was some dogs, right? With some dogs. And it just it just reeked of like nightmare situa- Watertown situation where it's like, oh, he's old. He'll buy beer. He's old. He'll buy wine. Yep. And they just went over and would like drink and smoke with this lonely old man, and then whatever happened, he gets. Well, they said he was like stabbed with a pencil or some shit. He got like stabbed like, a arrowhead, with a butter knife or something. Butter knife. See, like. Ugh. Yeah. No. 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 The guy only ended up doing. I guess we're spoiling it for everybody, but no, that's it's yeah. all out in the open. The guy only ends up doing like two years. And he looks like a, a he should be teaching a drama class on Twenty Third Street. He sure does. He sh- I can't. He's so put together, so yeah. well spoken. Yeah. I was like, I saw him, and I was like, I know I've met that guy at Trailer Park. Yeah. I know it. Mm-hmm. Got a it's Sandy like, Champlain yeah. vibe to him. Yeah. Not a hard bit ex con like you see, like we're used to in our normal true crime. Uh, I um, uh, where was I? True crime. Bob Knight, Matthew Perry, Halloween. Oh, Halloween, yeah. Sorry. I uh, I worked the day after Halloween, and um, I was like, oh my god, this is what it was like to be fucking an annoying and 21, 22. Mm-hmm. So I teach a class early in the morning, so I go to Greenpoint, and I park my car, mm-hmm. usually around like 6.30, 6.45. Right, and I parked yeah. my car, and as I'm getting my shit together, you know, grab my phone, I'm, I noticed to my left, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm parked in front of like a really done up, well done house. Like they've, they've got all the mm-hmm. skeletons and the bones and they got a, yeah. a skeleton on a, like a real motorcycle and shit. It's like a, it's a, it's a wealthier kind of street. Two of the scum. And I'm like, oh, it's still going on. Two of the scummiest, bummiest young guys come out foolish. And I'm like, oh, they're so foolish. They don't know who I am. They're being very <laughs> foolish. And I'm not saying I'm anybody, but I could have been anybody. So they stumble to my car as I open my door and get right in my fucking space. I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Can I help you? You got a cigarette, man? I was like, I don't have a cigarette. How about some weed? Do I look like I have any weed? Well, you want to party? if I did, do I look like I'd fucking give it to you? Right. Do you want to party? Do you want to party? I said, do I yes. want to party? They said, yeah, you want to hang out? I'm going to work. I was like, you are a decade too late. (laughs) 
And then they just went away, and I was just like, oh, I can. I didn't look like them at their age. Like they were kind of greasier, but it's like, oh yeah, to be twenty two yeah, and to be. I'm sure I was that annoying person to some random stranger, and both just like them. I'm lucky that the stranger I ran into was me, and not some guy who's like. You touch my fucking car, I'm going to shut your fucking arm in it. Or just say yes and. and Oh, get him uh, in the car, right? Your fucking, their parents are calling. (laughs) Like, where'd my son go? He went to a Halloween party. Never showed up. He just moved to New York. To want to, to like, come out of a fucking party at 630 with enough vim and vigor to want to smoke weed with a stranger. That is a different time. You don't even friend. know what's in that weed. This is 6 a.m. weed. This is fentanyl weed. Exactly. I was like, there's no weed in there. That's just tobacco and crushed Sorrow. up. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crocodile. Crocodile, <laughs> yes. I got my crocodile from 10 years ago. Oh, Turned into you... a walking corpse. Speaking of um, uh, hearsay and... and uh, not and having to turn in your friend going back to uh last podcast on the left which we which is a weird bad transition so you know about that <laughs> shooting in maine right the yeah dude killed yeah, yeah. 18 people oh, well geez. i listened to a um thing this morning a podcast this morning news it was i don't know washington post or something mm-hmm. and uh it was all about the warning signs that were missed on this guy and, right. and there were a lot because didn't he just get let out of like treatment, fourteen days in uh, a mandatory psych ward, um, because he was in the army reserves. And but the thing, the warning that everybody called him on, they're like, and I was like, well, there might be more to it under the surface. He was paranoid. Sounds a little schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. Like, but he out of voices. nowhere, he would just go up to people and go, "Stop calling me a pedophile. I'm not okay. a pedophile." And that happened every time that somebody reported him. I was like, that guy might be a pedophile. I think that guy's a, uh, you doth protest too much, my friend. There's something deep in the recesses of that brain that. Uh, oh, man, wouldn't it be great if we uh, uh, took care of our veterans so that they could he could go to someone who yeah. could find out why he's screaming? I'm not a pedophile. That's what the, the thing they talked about. Because maybe the his police. sister's boyfriend was possessed by a fucking demon. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Oh, yeah, they, like, tied him down in a motel. It was just everybody passing the buck. Oh, and, and the the only person that was responsible was, would you believe it or not, a, a gun shop owner. Because this guy came in to buy a gun and a silencer, and the guy like, filled out the sheet no. truthfully. And one of them was like, have you been institutionalized in the last, you know, six months yeah. or something? The guy went, check, yep. And the guy went, all right, I got your silencer box ring, up. Wait a minute, ring. wait a minute. Did you check yes on this? I can't give you a silencer. And the guy went, fair enough. And that was it. So I was like, well, there you go. That shit works. Uh, If you're honest, that's the only guy I've ever heard of being honest ever. Which is, that's the one I've said it. I've said it a bunch of times, like for old crooked hunt. I was like, the one thing you're going after him for is not being honest on his fucking gun. It's not the mm-hmm. one thing, but the the thing that keeps coming up that masks all the other really bad shit he's done. It's like, how many fucking, everybody fucking lies on that thing. It's probably like, have you ever committed like a, a felony? And you're like, well, it was a felony, but it got knocked down to a misdemeanor back it's in 98. It's that fucking Everybody lies on. on that shit because everybody wants a gun. 
Except for sure. the craziest and guy that killed 18 people was Honest Abe on this fucking... He doesn't know yeah. how to not be honest. Uh, yeah, that's No, sure. you're right. It's just like Al Capone with taxes. It's like, oh, it's right. the one thing... He, did, he didn't check the box. Right. So we can get him on not checking the box. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Oh, on Halloween, I got to send you a picture. I saw the grossest thing. I was like, oh, this light's not working. Uh, let me take the old, it was a ceiling light. Let me take the old, uh-huh. uh, glass dome off the old light, sure, which anybody yeah. knows in any house, uh, but I think especially yeah. in a basement part in New York, you're going to find something unpleasant. Yeah. And I took it off and like it was fucking the best props department ever down unravels the biggest roach you've ever seen. In a spider web, but only oh. in like the daintiest spider web, still with live spiders, but the tiniest like molecule spiders. So these tiny little spiders just had taken down this cockroach, the mastodon, and we're fucking tying them up, <laughs> and I, and it just came right down at my face. I'm it's like Gulliver's Travels. It was terrible. Yes, exactly, exactly. Oh, oh how could you make a gross. bug in a spider web worse? Yeah, giant gross bug. And tiniest spiders you've ever seen. I've never seen a roach in a in a spider web, to be honest with you. And it was not, it was no, uh, she was a New York special. New Yorker? Yeah, yeah, she was Yankees a New Yorker. Uh, speaking of New Yorkers, I saw the best thing. It was an interview with a guy and they're like, what do you think of the rat problem? And his response was, I guess, positive. He's like, well, I've been seeing a lot more dead rats, so I think it's getting better. I was like, this city is uh, the grossest fucking city yes. in my fucking Yes, ever. baby. You've been seeing more dead rats, so I think things are getting better. We are a gross, Only gross saw one live rat in city. a week, so. God. We're doing it. Vote and Adams. I guess they're looking for another rat czar, so, like, oh. there's been reports of, like, prospect, because we talked about it. The job pays, sure. like, 200 grand. So people have been taking rat ride-alongs, like, to try and get the job Come and impress on. the fucking crew. Come uh. on. Get a guy. Give me the guy. You got to go deep in the woods somewhere. Get You need an actual tracker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a, just set up actual. No. No, not at all. And we've talked about it. Can't be for the faint of heart because I've seen um, Wrecking. MTA people pull a trash can out and it. They, the guy's back buckles under the weight. And I was like, oh, that's a lot of garbage. And then literally as if Dracula was asleep in a New York City trash can, a fucking wave of live rash just going <laughs> down over the can, over this guy's boots. I will give it to him. He's the Van Helsing of the MTA because his fucking... ass was unfazed. Just went, unfazed, ah! yeah. Gah! Yeah. Surprised. He was startled. <laughs> yeah. I was fucking mortified. Not traumatized for the rest of his I life. I was calling my mother. I, uh, uh, when I was working with the crew, if Jesse's listening, he'll remember this, I think. Uh, we were working with a crew. We were clearing out an old, like, um, an old corner of where some old storage was. You've never been. It's mm-hmm. where the old rusty paint cans are. Oh, But you've been hearing, it. like, you've been hearing, oh, yeah, and you've been seeing it. evidence. You're like, ah. Oh, yeah. So, but literally, you know, it's the ones where you're like, you see the package and you're like, wow, that box of nails has been there since 1981, you know, like, these are vintage nails. So like, so sure enough, you know, like, well, who's bottom of the totem pole here? (laughs) Hey, John, (laughs) come here. (laughs) 
So you're just like, but but also he's like t- tougher than everybody. So he's like, all right, all right, you know, we're going to get rid of Ain't some scared shit. of nothing. So he goes back in the corner and grabs kind of like what looks like a shoebox. Let's say it's an old box of light bulbs or something. Grabs it. You kind of hear a, but he grabs it. So I guess whatever's inside was shocked at for a moment because it didn't just scatter at, at the mere touch. Wait until yeah. the box was taken off the shelf oh. and and handled perfectly so they could all, not rats, but mice just go, and just run up and around his body. <laughs> oh, my like God. Terrifying. Oh. oh, God. Oh, it's like those videos, and I don't know if they got that problem under control, but it was, it's like many years ago, but I remember seeing the video uh, in Australia on those farms yeah where they it was the invasive species it was this type of mouse okay so all these rural farms and the guy just he's like we got a problem and the of course i was just like oh yeah here we are out in the you know in the in the rough outside of sydney here we are at a, a green farm and he's like yeah i got a big problem and they're like, oh, tell you more tell us more about it and he's like i gotta tell you shit he fucking opens a green bin and his fucking like arm, just in the process of opening the bin, no. is covered in mice. No thanks. Like it's like five hundred pounds of living mice just on top of each other, and they go <sighs> and run out. Like <laughs> the response, because they're like, "What are you gonna do?" And he's like, "I think we need more snakes." Yeah, and then they run overrun with snakes. Classic. We haven't figured anything new out it's still the old lady in the fly that's it thousands of years and then they'll get some prey birds in there right they'll bring some hawks in and and what how do you take care of a hawk i guess then you open up hunting season longer for hawks like you can kill hawks now for six months these hawks are killing all our dogs right oh god we're so stupid no it was like i was like snakes that's too many mice for snake like Oh, right. The snakes will the, become too snakes powerful. Snakes eat one mouse, and it's like, okay, I'm good. And then it's going to be, the the mice are going to eat the snake while it's digesting their father. They're like those little spiders and the cockroach. Yes, exactly. God. Uh, so, yeah, I got a funny Halloween story and then, a, like, a, a, another funny Halloween-adjacent story. Okay. Um, Halloween story was, um, so it's, it was before Halloween because I had to work that night, so Ash and Harvey went out. In our neighborhood, which we had never done, because when we moved in, it was COVID. Sure. And then years before, we friends had had parties, so we went to their neighborhood. And also where our house is, we don't have a sidewalk in front, so we don't get foot traffic, so we don't do candy because right. no one comes to our house. No one's coming, sure. So then across the road is more of like a proper neighborhood, like where we grew up, like where you grew up. Mm-hmm. So we were like, I don't know, like, it could be, like, an older neighborhood, like, it could just be old people, and they don't do, so we never, had never done trick-or-treating. So Ash and Harvey went out on Halloween, and she, they sent me a picture at work, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, she made a fucking killing. She wrecked it in, huh? It was, like, it was a mountain. There's a picture of her, and it's just this mountain of candy. And she doesn't like candy. Nice. So it's just like she just liked the process of yeah, getting uh, trick or treating. Yeah. So because the last few years we've done costumes that are just like a dress and a ponytail. Like last year she was Lydia from mm-hmm. Beetlejuice. So sure. we just got her 
a red dress that we could also use for Christmas and did her hair up with the bun. Uh, so this year she we, she wanted to be Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. So we're like, she needs to do the makeup. And for the month of October, the zoo does, it's called Boo at the Zoo. You I remember you saying that. Yeah. Halloween lights. So it was like the two weekends ago, we were like, okay, cool. We're going to get her used to her costume because we got her a Sally dress that she loved. She wore it as pajamas, but we're like, it's so cheap. It's like, you're going to rip it. I don't oh, want to buy a new yes. one. So we oh, gotta hide yes. it. Yes, we have those as well. She was super excited, so we pulled it out and she knew it got ready, got ready, and we were doing Ash was doing the makeup. Uh-huh. So we gave her a little Sally and we're like, We're gonna you're gonna be Sally, we're gonna do your makeup. So Ash put like the stitches on her mouth, put the stitch on her forehead, like super basic, but just basically what Sally has. And Harvey loved it because we got the big step ladder. So she got up on her bathroom, giant bathroom mirror. She's watching and watching as Ash does it. And she finishes and Harvey just leans in. And it's the funniest thing in the world. Like, it's one of those parent moments where you're like, I'm so proud of you. Oh, but boy. no one else should know this. She just leans in and goes, motherfucker. Like, she- <laughs> I love it. I <laughs> like love she it. was fucking Danny Glover in a lethal weapon movie. It was pitch perfect. Nice. It was just mother. Like, she just got done fighting Gary Busey and was, like, attending to her wounds, and they were just a little bit more than she would bargain for. Damn. That's funny. I had- And I was laughing so hard. It was the funny- I was like, I'll allow it, because A, it's pitch-perfect delivery and perfect timing. Makes sense. Please don't call anybody that, otherwise- I had- CPS will take you away. I, I, so Ruby didn't know I, I had something so similar this past week. Ruby, Ruby didn't know I heard it, but she was having a conversation with Meg and somebody said piss or something on TV. And Ruby is like, what is piss? And Meg was like, oh, it's pee. Don't say piss. She's like, but she didn't know I heard it. Right. Mm-hmm. That they had that conversation. So Meg was gone. She had rehearsal and Ruby comes in as casual as fucking casual can be. And she just goes. Dad, some piss on the floor in my bedroom. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, don't say I piss. My hat, my lady. Don't say piss, say pee. And I guess that means you want me to piss. clean it up. But I was like, oh. And she's just testing the water, right? She's like, mom of course, said yeah. not to use, say piss. And now I know the word piss is not a uh, cool word. Piss sounds like a dad word to me. Yeah, so sure. she's like, I'm going to throw piss at dad. See what he says. But again, it was the delivery. Just so casual, this piss on the floor. It's like, all right, that's good, but don't say piss. Um, Yeah, that's the best. So there's one more story. I was like, this is a Hansi story. He's going to mm-hmm. fucking love it. So um, I, don't, I think, I don't know how the weather is in New York, but here it's it has been fall for like two weeks, and now it's getting cold, cold. It got cold. It was 80 degrees on Saturday. Now it's Oof. like 40 degrees. It's cold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a park near us that has all these nice walking trails. And we had taken Harvey in um, like towards the end of the summer because she's had a bike with training wheels for a while. Mm-hmm. She just never. She just didn't want to do it yeah, I was like sure. you know how to do this like you know the mechanics of it you're like so athletic and rambunctious i was like I, you're gonna love this if you just you know so it's getting doing it. the doing the come on just do this and then i'm standing next to her 
you know, pantomime how to ride a bike. And she's like, eh, right. Don't care for it. So, you know, that summer ends and it's been fall. And I was like, it's such a f- nice fall day. We should go to the park, bring the bike just as a, just as an outing, mm-hmm. just something to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe she'll like it. Maybe she won't. Whatever. So you do it and she fucking loves it. And it's just one of those, it's like, oh, great. She loves it. Fantastic. And I was like, fuck, she's fast. So oh, like, dad's got to catch up. Fucking yep. fat dad and mom are running after. Darby, stop, wait. And she doesn't. So we're trying to teach her, like, this is your side of the road. Don't cross the line. And she just, I don't give a shit. Like, she yeah. likes to get on the edge. And she's fallen enough. Like, she does it the way a stunt motorcycle rider would. She knows When how she to starts go. to fall, she pivots on her butt and lets the bike go and fall. And she just ends up on her feet. It's like, Ta-da. Nice. Yeah. So I was like, I can't argue with that. You're falling appropriately. So we had done Did it a few that, times yeah. and she just really liked it so it was one of those fall days where like super heated she had her like kind of like half hollow she had her sally on underneath her coat gotcha we're like, it's fall we're getting ready for halloween so she didn't have her jacket on we're at the grocery store so she's got her part of her her sally dress on and i'm a little ways ahead and i'm getting stuff and ash and harvey are behind and this little old lady stops and is like oh you're so cute you look so cute she had her little fall sweater on over her Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. And Ash is like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, pe- weird, the fucking weirdest people stop us at the store. And not to fucking talk to us, it's to talk to our kid. It's just weird. So we're yeah. always just like, every time we bring her, someone's like, well, hello, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, shut, go away. Yeah. Go away. Mm-hmm. Go away. Go yeah. away. But this little old lady is like, oh, hi. You look so cute. And... Of course, because it's a weird little old lady, the conversation stretches, and it's, she's like, oh, she's so cute, and Ash is like, yeah, we were at the park riding a bike, riding our bike, she got a little hot, so he's like, oh, I'm freezing, I'm freezing, because we're by the, like, meat counter area, and Ash is like, oh, yeah, maybe you should ride your bike, you know, blah, 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 Warm up that blood. yeah, 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 uh, and she's like, where are you riding your bike? And I was like, Ash, come on. And Ash was like, we were at uh, the, this park. It's called Park of the Roses. And so he's like, oh, the bike trail there? And she's like, uh-huh, the bike trail there. She's like, that bike trail oh boy. was named after my father. They started building that bike trail in the 1930s. And we're like, oh, that's fantastic. And she's like, yeah. They renamed it recently, and we're like, oh, okay. And she's like, they haven't finished it yet. She's like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't care. Fuck, it's your dad, whatever. Yeah. It's like, and the, the reason they Murdered. they changed the name Murdered. was uh, my grand, my dad uh, uh, was a cyclist in the Olympics. Oh. We're like, oh, that's great. And then she went, for Germany. Ah, <laughs> yeah, classic, classic. <laughs> So it was I like was going famous cyclist and Nazi, fastest <laughs> like, you, Nazi cyclist around. Oh, just like that's the most perfect sentence with the perfect amount of pause. My father rode bike in the Olympics for Germany. Uh, what era was it again? Ah, God, the it. good one. Mm. Never seen a bike so mechanically <laughs> perfect. <laughs> That's so, I had, uh, 
All right. So I can I can I can I can go at it with this. And um on Saturday, so I got tickets to Woman Rink is the ice skating rink in Central Park. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for this company I freelance for that you write about stuff for kids to do, uh I got a thing where it's like do you want tickets to go yeah. to opening day for this park? It's like yeah, awesome. We'll go roller skating and uh, at Woman Rink, it'll be free, and we got like the and I was like, usually you just get free tickets and you just show up, but I guess they're hurting for somebody to write about it. So we got the old yeah. treatment going in. We got the special like press Ooh, tent, and, you know, it wasn't like crazy or anything, but like it was just a place to be away from the normies as we sure. get our skates on. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like the lady that put it on was super sweet, and anything you need. Because it's stupid shit where, like, you can't do anything with your family. It's, like, $25 per person to go in and skate for two hours. And if your kids are young, you know the little, like, walker things? Oh, yeah. do with roller skates? Those are $25 a piece to rent. You got to rent those, You got to rent those, too, which is so stupid. Anyways, um... We're in there. We get ready. We're going to go out and skate for like an hour. It's 80 degrees, mind you. So there's like a puddle on the ice. Um, yeah. And Meg made the fucking mistake. These two young ladies and looking very like professional, like I know how mm-hmm. to figure skate, come yeah. up and they're like, oh, hi, would you like a free lesson? And I'm going, oh, no. Meg's like, sure. And they go, okay. And they walk away to a booth. We'll be back. To show, and I was like, Meg, Meg. <laughs> She's like, free lesson. I was like, nothing, a classic. Is free. Nothing nope. is fucking free, Meg. It's like, no, I just, we're going to be, and I didn't care. Like, I was like, maybe they'll give us the pitch afterward. It's a waste of their time. Sure. But yeah, yeah. I just don't want to fucking, so they have to show us how to put the skates on. And, and for mm-hmm. for everything they do, they're very sweet to the kids. But it was the fucking devil's deal because it all came back to Meg because when they brought him out to the ice, they didn't give them those walker things because yeah. these girls, they've been, they were telling us they've been figure skating since they were four, you know, like sure. they yeah. skated competitively and obviously, you know, only the certain percent of percent. So these ladies now teach fucking figure skating lessons because, yeah. you know, they were probably like amazing, but they pros. weren't as amazing. Ice skate pros. Yes. Um... But so they taught us how to fall. Speaking of Harvey and like you fall, Mm -hmm. you don't fall on your arms because you break your wrist. So you fall on your butt. And they taught us how to do that when we're getting our skates. And then we're on the ice. They let Ruby and Dell fall. But it's like a puddle of water, like cold water. And they're like, now get up correctly so you don't get up you put one leg up and you put and Meg's like let them get up let them she's like I didn't bring any fucking extra pants and they're like no mom mom they have to know how to get you don't understand mom just get them up and she was getting pissed and these girls didn't see murder right in front of their face of a scorned mom so like okay okay they're all right. And then Meg was finally like because it's hard ice skating so fucking hard oh Jesus Christ yes and they wouldn't like Meg's like, can we get a couple of those Walker things? They're like, oh no, no, that's not a good idea. That they won't teach them. Meanwhile, my kids fucking falling on her. Do you ass think they're ever gonna be in a fucking pair of ice skates again? And then finally, Meg was like, we need to go get those things. And these girls got so fucking pissed. 
and I went and I was getting out and she finally came like behind me. She's like the lady that was running the free lessons mm-hmm. or whatever was like, they're like, they really want those walkers. And the lady was like, um, do they know they're $25 a piece? And I'm standing right there. I go, oh, they are. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I see the press lady out of the yeah. corner of my eye, you know? Yeah. Um, like, oh, they are. Yeah. And she's like, and you can't be on this part of the ice. You have to go where it's crowded. And I was like, oh, you're being a fucking bitch in my head. I'm like, you're yeah. being a fucking asshole right now because you know we're going to get on those things and you're not going to mm-hmm. be able to do your fucking pitch. This is the yeah. girls that are teaching us, by the way. They One of them was sweeter than the other. But anyways, so I was like, oh, okay. And then I find the press lady. I was like, can I get mm-hmm. two of those walkers? And she's like, oh, yeah, whatever you want. Got a couple free walkers. And then I go out there and she's like, but still, you can't be on. This is actually just we're a separate company. And I was like, you got it, baby. And we slid away and fucking uh, Mag was so fucking mad. And that's because you don't make eye contact with people. You don't engage with people. You go do your thing and you fucking leave. Do it yourself. Yeah. Uh, I have a sort of a similar story. But it involved, we had, um, it was like two winters ago, we had taken, there's this this company in Columbus, been around forever, it's called Chiller. It's the name of these ice rinks. So you'll know by the name, it's like fucking straight legit. It's like where the villains from Mighty Ducks would go. Got it. Trophies everywhere. Everybody there is super profesh. Sure. Like, neat as a pin. This isn't like the Watertown Muni rink. Like expensive everything, and we're just like, but you know, it's the it's open, and they have free skate at this time, so we go get the skates, and like I know just enough about ice skating where it was like when I was a kid, I got my uncle's figure skates. Sure, you did, and uh, can't do it. Don't Loosest ankles me. around. Oh God, yeah. I was like, Uncle Rich, why do you have like? Fucking Olympic level men's figure skates. Is this the Brony? Just no judgment. No, 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 okay. no. I wish it would be. That would be a perfect. The Brony professor also had these figure skates, so I had, and I was just like, I know those don't work, and I was like, I know hockey skates. It's the stiff ankle. It's just like rollerblade. Yeah, push off. I can do that. I can't Use do that the toe, toe drag. Yeah. <clears throat> just uh, like like I don't know if I'm ever coming back, so I'm gonna do the one thing I kind of know how to do. Sure. Um, so we get Harvey. Harvey has like a combo so she can do the push off. Ash is the same. We kind of got just like the hockey skates. So like Ash is lacing up. I lace Harvey's up and I lace mine up. And we're going around. And of course, it's like open skate. So they're like legitimate. Like you said, like these teachers like yep. getting real close with their loops, but they're doing a lot of figure skating shit. There's yep. a lot of buzzing of the tower of the three of us who sure or don't have ice legs. <laughs> ice legs is a good way to put it. Yeah. But Harvey is, you know, college. Tr- she's doing it. So, like, we're all hugging the corn, hugging the, the fucking wall. Yeah. So, like, I'll scoot, I'll skate up and then I'll get a little extra moxie. And then, of course, it's like, like everything in my power to stay upright. And I do. And then she'll skate to me. And then Ash will go and she'll skate to Ash. We're doing that. We're doing a couple laps. As we're doing it up where the the uh, benches are, it's like the ice boss. You know, he's just overseeing. He's just watching sure. what's going on. 
So you skate by, and he looks like any normal, like, late 40s, early 50s, dumb dead. Yep. Beard, hat, but he's, like, neat as a pin, hockey. He looks hockey coach. Sure. I know he's a hockey coach, because he told me. So we skate by, and he kind of, like, comes out, and Gordon Bombay, like, tooting around, and he's like, she's got good form. Oh, God. She's got good form. And I was like, oh, thanks. And I was like, first time. It's like, impressed. First timer here. Yeah. And then, of course... It kind of gets me under the side, and he's like, "You're gonna fall if you do this." So he like, oh, it's like God. dirty dancing. He like yeah. puts his hands on me, and it's like, "Do this," and that's how you move. So we we go around the rink, and I was like, "Ash, I'm laughing." I was like, oh, "I mean, I guess it's, I'd rather me than you." Yeah. Good so point. we go around again, and he like Double makes a comment. The rink, yeah. Uh, and you know, he's like, "Oh, she's really getting it." Not try this, but he doesn't like stop me this time. So we're going around again, and I'm getting a full head of steam so I can get ahead of him because I'm like, I'll give her a, f- a longer go. So I get, of course, into the fucking honey trap. And he's like, Dad, come here. Come on, Dad. And I was like, excuse me? He's like, come here, come here, come here. Your your ankles, come here. And I was like, fuck, okay. It's an authoritative father figure. So, of course, I'm like, yes, sir. Yeah, exactly. So I sit down, and he's like, Got to check your laces. Got to check your boot. Your boots are going to blow your ankle out. Three finger rule. So he's like retying my boots. So he unties them and he's like giving me like a dad talk and like retying my boots. And he's like halfway through. He's like, but you did a real good job. You actually tied your boot. So this grown ass man sat me down, untied both of my boots retied them for me and then as i left he was like you almost had it perfect and i was like what the fuck just happened your knees jesus christ that is fucking weird because then we were just talking about hockey yeah and i don't know anything about hockey sure it was like my kid just like skating we might come back like i thought he was gonna hard hard pitch me on like classes for the tots like he mentioned That's it right but it was this very close interaction people like that, that i wasn't expecting weird. and i was watching and i was like my fucking wife and daughter are i'm watching them go like they're halfway <laughs> around the track it took so yeah. long sure and i got out and asked just like what the fuck was that and i was like i don't know he just tied my, Casey, my boots you got for me. Kissled. I think you got I to bring so. it all around. You might have to report something because that I seems may. that seems more uncomfortable. I was going to say. Never mind. I won't say what I was going to say. No, but it was it such seems a weird like salt. It just was. I was like, it was so nice. Salt by so, kindness. It really was an assault by kindness, and I don't know if he was just doing good Christian thing. Like, did, nothing was sold other than like. Dad, I need to help you out. And he called you dad. I don't like anything about what you just said. No, thanks. <laughs> Do you and think I'm your dad? Do you want me to be take, your dad? Let's take that phrase and rephrase it, being a good Christian. Because being a good Christian means getting in somebody's fucking space. And and that's all you need to do to be fucking annoying to me. Can we and it's a bit it? condescending. He tied can your own be, she tied Can your being shoes. a good Christian be... You should have smoked weed with those kids. That's what a good Christian would have done That's at right. six thirty in the That's morning. Right. Keep their party going, and, and make then sure put them in safe. my trunk. 
and tell them I'm possessed and I'm gay and, and murder them. It wasn't me. It was a gay demon. It was a gay demon Which who I'm doesn't sure know many swear somebody words. Somebody said, I'm sure somebody's defense was, it was a demon. He was gay. Like, what? <laughs> what defense is this? When we were well, there was the, there is the don't say gay defense, and then you just add in demon. Don't demon. say it was a gay demon gay defense. Demon. <laughs> Eating a Twinkie. <laughs> no, we were watching that devil on trial, and I was like, I think that kid seduced it. It's like, what happened to me? I think the kid who said he was possessed seduced the boyfriend. I could see that. Meme. And that's the only way, because that kid yeah. had that weird energy, I, and he looked like he energy. was super sexual. Yes. Yes. Young age. Yes. Yes. And you have this, like, 15-year-old nerdy gay guy. He doesn't know it yet, but, like, you got seduced by a kid. You're like, it had to have been a demon because I just broke the law. I guess it, right. Kids, so I right. And well, then he like, was like, don't call me a pedophile. Get into me. <laughs> yeah. But don't. But, don't don't. Oh, let's go. I need to go to jail. I'm gonna I will go to somebody. Jail. I need to cool off in the in the cell for a little bit. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I got parent teacher conference in about in a hot fifteen. So I got to put on. Ooh. Speaking of dad face, I got to I got to put on a you know put like I know cologne. what I'm fucking doing. Oh no no no! It's virtual. Thank God it's virtual. It's all virtual. Oh. Saved by the fucking computer i this couldn't dad's imagine these days that like that 545 bars and church coffee no fuck no one everybody no. wants to go home yes everybody Teachers is just put i got a off full work. day everyone's uh, put in a full day and we got to do this for another hour and your kid uh, might have fucking done some shit you got to deal with when you get home even no yeah, no you're gonna defend no. your kid yeah. and then you're like now i gotta punish you at home i defended you don't be a dirtbag. He took Ruby out of school for a ton this month because we're like, is it kindergarten or spending time with her grandparents that live halfway across yeah. the country? What is it like? What's yes. what's the what's more important? Obviously, she seems like she's on the right yeah. track. She'll she'll make up. Yeah, for exactly. It. But there's a, they kind of get a little pissy about that. And then she was sick. Then she was sick this week. So then she took some random days off. They're and then we exert... sent her back. We're like, got to send her back today for half day. She's still kind of sick. But that's all right. So now teacher <laughs> could yell at us for that. I don't know. That's don't take no guff from them. No. They got a union, but you got a union. Dad the Hal Frywald union. I'm going to tie my shoes right in front of her. Show her what I got. Don't. That's the power move. Tie her shoes for her. Oh, the power move right now is I've. Because of our all our traveling, we didn't get to do laundry, so I'm rocking. We're, it's a good thing we didn't do in person, because I got my hot black Vietnamese briefs on that are in the cornerest of the corner of the closet. They're never supposed to be see the light oh, of day. Fill only, full of mice. Only if you run out of underwear do these maybe come out. Only if you run out of underwear worn twice do these come out, but they've been out for days. And... Are these babies just hot to the touch? Hot to the touch. <laughs> they don't fit well. They shrunk. So they're very bikini-like. Why am I talking about that? Oh, I say She's you like, could just wear that right to the... Right on, your, to the... on your camera. And you're like, nah. Oh, baby. That's the... 
The waves. Something happened in the here. Dude. Get that reference, folks. All right. Well, we All love right. you, and there's nothing you can do about it. We love you guys. Tell everyone your father's raced in the Olympics. Yes. But choose a a better country of origin. Uh, choose Cuba. Yeah, he raced for Cuba in the 70s. Raced right out of there. Yeah, fucking. He had a water bike. He I went hope. to the department store. That's that's our guy from the movie. Commission. Cuban cyclist. Cuban V. On... Russian Commission. <sighs> Chicago department store. In Chicago, yes. That makes zero sense that that's where they would emigrate to. <laughs> Hotbed for cycling. Perfect. Just along that that Great Lake. That's All on right, a train. Practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. It's a hot trap. It's a hot trap. It's a hot.